welcome to the Champions of Risk podcast. You know, this podcast is meant to explore the many ways risk shows up in our lives and how we respond to it and the ways in which we make uncertain actions a little more palatable. So when in the grips of fear, when everything is riding on the line, what enables us to take the big leap? What breaks us from fear? and propels us forward even when we don't really know what the outcome will be. Fear is a very real presence in all of our lives and especially in unprecedented situations, which is kind of like today's environment. Uh, we've never gone through this before. So let's get real. Let's talk about how we're gonna rise up, rebuild, reimagine, and reset so that we come out of this and any other situation that we have in life where fear is kind of gripping us and do so with more courage and resilience. So my guest today is Jamie Tates, who also has a podcast called Superpower Success. Be sure to check that out. But her day job is that she is the CEO of Keystone Group International, which guides businesses, leaders, and teams to become more focused and aligned. She's very aware of the need to push past fear, both as a business owner and in the ways that she helps her clients. So Jamie, welcome. Thanks for having me. That's it. I'm inspired just by your introduction about it. (laughs) Thanks. Well, I know it's going to be a great conversation with you. I always enjoy chatting with you. And I want to kick things off with just because we are in these unprecedented times, what are some of the ways that you have been leading your team through the pandemic and what are some of the themes that you're seeing with your clients? Yeah, so, well, fear is real. And I actually just did a presentation on this yesterday talking to a group of women about, um, you know, our job is not to, to avoid fear or eliminate fear, right? It's to manage it. It's to use it as a catalyst to say, if I feel fearful, there must be something there, right? That's putting that fear in my place. So let's examine that instead of paying attention to the fear. And so I see that applying to where we're at right now, both with, you know, I've got four middle school, high school age kids that are that are dealing with it just like I have employees and I have clients and when it comes to fear and what we're going through right now is everybody looks at it from a different perspective everyone's bringing different life experience different life situations into it and so fear's not common it doesn't look the same for all of us at the same time and so for our team the biggest thing that we've been focusing on from a business standpoint is that on the other side of something like what we're experiencing is always opportunity, right? It's unknown, but there's, you look through history and some of the biggest, scariest things that have happened have come out the other side and there's been opportunity and there's been growth in a lot of people. And so that's kind of the cautious optimism that we're taking right now is that, you know, everything we want is on the other side of this. So we only have one option right? It's not to sit here in the fetal position, it's to go through it. And so every day we're going through it and every day is a little different, right? And we're having to adjust. Um, But I think people who can see past the mountain we have to climb and know there's something on the other side is, is what gets you through, at least for us, that's what's getting us through right now. Yeah, that's, that's great. And it's a very optimistic, very entrepreneurial uh, way of thinking and approaching to things. And, you know, one of the, the guideposts I know that I use with, with my clients around fears, like you said, it's different for everybody. We all see something different in it. And so I was wondering if you were familiar with this kind of framework 
around fear because we basically have free, three types of fear. So um, we have that loss pain that mm -hmm. is caused, right? You know, oh, I'm going to lose something. If I take this, yeah. if I push through this fear and get something, I'm going to lose something in return. Or we have the process pain, which is, this is going to be so painful to go through that I can't even possibly do it, right? And then we have the outcome pain, which is that grass is always greener of, okay, I might go through all of this, but will it actually be worth it? Yes. And I was wondering if you um, have had similar types of conversations with your clients around things like that. Yes. And, um, and we also, in addition to that, and that's a great model, you know, the thing that I say, and I've actually even said this to my kids is you have survived a hundred percent of your bad days, a hundred percent of your failures right? A hundred percent of those moments where you're in total fear, right? And you're, you're in grief and you're, we've survived them all. So what evidence do you have that you won't survive this thing? Whatever this thing is today, this moment, this week, um, you have none because you've made it through everything. And, and so I think resetting people's relationship with fear is what's really important because a lot of us have unproductive relationships with that fear feeling, right? Mm -hmm. And how we look at it. And so our biggest thing is really diagnosing and recognizing fear as the root of all of the things that are holding us back. So for example, right, we, I, and I deal with this, I think most successful people do is imposter syndrome, yes. right? When we're going to do something new, when I'm going to be on your podcast as an expert in fear, okay, well, am I really an expert? Like I've just lived through it, right? And I have a philosophy about it, but so we all go through this in our head, this imposter syndrome, is someone going to find me out? Do I really deserve that promotion? Whatever it is, well, that's just fear at its root. We call it something else. It's fear, yeah. right? Um, comparison right? A lot of people are dealing with comparison issues right now, right? Where our self-confidence is down because we're seeing other people's success. You know, all of the comparison is the thief of joy. It's fear. It's rooted in fear. And so what we try to get people to understand is that when you peel the layers back on any of these things you're feeling or things that you deal with, it's all rooted in fear. And if we can just acknowledge it for what it is, you know, my goal is to always get people to walk towards it. So for example, right now with our clients, right? so many of them wanted to say, you know, we don't want to do the strategy work right now. We just have to survive. And my conversation to them was leadership in times of peace, right? Vision and strategy in times of peace is easy. Mm -hmm. Leadership and vision and strategy and, 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 you know, overcoming fear in times of war is an absolute necessity. And so now is not the time to curl up in a ball, right? And say, we just have to get through each day is now is the time for us to be thinking long-term and just push the fear aside. We know it's there. We just don't let it control us, right? So we don't pretend like it's not there. We just look past it instead of staring at it. And for a lot of companies, that's been cathartic for them. A lot of business clients right now is, you know, they go into the discussion with me in the last two months and I want to talk about three years from now. And they're like, how in the world would I talk about three years from now? Like, I don't even know what three months from now looks like, but when we talk about three years from now, we turn the light on at the end of the tunnel again. So we still have to deal with three days from now, three weeks from now, three months from now, but we don't have to turn the light off on where we're going and where we want to be. And so I think that's the biggest mental gap for a lot of people right now is, is they, they're having trouble seeing out further. And what I would tell you is that's where your sanity is right now. That, that's where your hope is and your faith. 
right? To be able to get through this. And so I think for most of us, we have to balance that and we still have to look further out and then know that we have to deal with what's right in front of us. That's real. Yeah, that's such a great point. And um, it is, it does seem that more than ever, it's so important of there are these near term things that need to be done. Absolutely. But you have to go to that future place in order to be able to, you know, prepare to win. Who didn't, you know, if you're a business owner, you didn't come here to play small. Nobody came here to play small. Um, but I love that getting them out of that fear mindset and breaking them free to the future can help them then decide what kind of actions they're going to take in the present that will actually impact that those outcomes, right? And it, and it provides a level of clarity, right? It, right now, when everything feels a little foggy, is the analogy I give where you're like, okay, I think we're making progress, but we're in this deep fog and we're not quite sure if we're actually making progress or if we're moving side to side. But what that does is looking far out provides a little bit of clarity to say, okay, right? As the fog starts to clear, right? We know what we want to do at that point. Yes. Yeah. And people inherently do. We know what we want to see happen and achieve when we're all in that muck of the fear and we're spinning, 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 okay. we can't remember or we can't um, access it even. Okay. And so that clarity piece is really critical. Um, I love how you are telling people like go to a moment, like you've survived all your worst days. Yeah. Such an important Fair message enough. right now. Yeah. I, you know, the thing that really resonates with me, and I think about it every single day, is just a quote, and I don't even know who it's by, but faith is an act of courage. Mm. And right now, I think, you know, faith is always important, and people would say, yeah, I need to have faith, and, 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 but I don't think we've ever looked at it as faith is actually mentally that act of courage that's going to keep us moving forward right now. No matter who we are, we have to deal with that is because it's hard some days, yeah. right? Based on what we're hearing and, and what's happening around us and in our businesses. I'm curious to know if you think the, like the difference between courage and confidence and which, which comes first. Mm, oof, that's a good question. I think, well, first off, my philosophy on confidence is confidence is something you owe it. You're never done, right? Building it. And the moment you think you're done, something else kind of rocks you, right? With what we're dealing with now or some that you have to build it back up again. Mm -hmm. And so I think when you look at courage, courage is something, courage is you stepping into the unknown mm -hmm. with confidence that you'll figure it out. Confidence is knowing the next step you need to take. So I think they really go hand in hand is I need to know the next step, but courage tells me I'll be able to figure out the next 10. Yeah. Right? So, but I only need to know one right now. So I just need the confidence. I just need to learn. I need to read. I need to, you know, figure out my plan for the next step, knowing I've figured it out a hundred percent of the time before I'll figure it out this time. Yeah. That that's great. Cause it's very actionable. I have had kind of wrestled with this saying of that you can have courage without confidence, but you can't have confidence without courage. That's a good way. Yeah, I agree. And, um, but I like your added steps there about it, the, you know, and then our good friend, Brene Brown, right? You know, we all love <laughs> Brene Brown yeah. and uh, talking about vulnerability mm -hmm. and that you can't have that without courage. Absolutely. Absolutely. And vulnerability, that's, it's a bit, it's a, you know, it's becoming a buzzword a little bit, but when you really think about it, 
it is truly what drives us to be courageous and what drives us to grow because we can't grow unless we can accept the areas we need to grow. Yes. So those of us who want to ignore that, that space that we're like, we really need help. We need to get better. Growth doesn't actually happen. I, I just believe we move side to side unless we can be vulnerable and say, this is a gap for me and I need to get better at it. Yeah. And pushing through fear in any way, shape or form, personally, professionally, whatever is an act of growth, right? We, we all learn when we come through that other side of it. I know that you and I talked about um, that you're writing a book right now, which I is am. very vulnerable. It, the pandemic has been a bright spot and I've had time to speed up the book. So I guess that's a silver lining for everything is because I'm not traveling, right? Like client work's getting pushed out a little bit. So the book has been um, fast and furious the last uh, couple of months. And so hopefully by the end of 2020 is our goal right around there. It's, it's quite a process. Uh, for those of you who have done it, you realize it's uh, giving away years of your life. Um, but it's, it's very fulfilling at the same time. That's great. Well, I'm already looking forward to reading it, just knowing yeah. that you are going to touch on things like fear and mindset. Uh, just a little taste when you and I were talking, you mentioned uh, something about the 87 cent moment. Yeah. And I would love for you to share what that represents. Yeah. So this is going to be part of the book. Um, so I had a client, uh, entrepreneur, uh, that I was working with and, you know, just scrappy entrepreneur startup, you know, not high revenue yet. And, and he was talking about, and he had partners in the business and, and he was telling me this story and he calls it his 87 cent moment. And it's, it's been so impactful for me. Um, it's, I have it on my desk. I remind myself every day. Um, but what he talked about was there was a point early on in his business, um, where his wife called and it was like a Wednesday and his wife called and said, there's 87 cents in our checking account and I need to go to the grocery store, right? He has young kids and he remembers that moment. I'm getting goosebumps just talking about it. Um, he remembers that moment and he remembers thinking, you know, first off the holy crap moment of like, okay, what are we going to do? They weren't taking distributions. till like the next week, because in a business, right, you don't know when you're going to actually make money. Um, and they were trying to figure out what they were going to do, right? Credit cards and and he sat in his office and he said, I'll never forget it. And, and he told himself, I'm never going to be here again. That's my commitment to myself. My wife and I are never going to have this conversation again. And so rock bottom, right? A, a moment that most people would say not glorious, not a highlight reel. But what he did is he used it as a catalyst to say, I'm never going to feel this fear again. I'll feel other fears but I'm never going to feel this fear again. And when he told me that story, I was like, I have an 87 cent moment. My 87 cent moment came um, six months after I started my business, when I was in the midst of a divorce and moved myself out of my big, beautiful home on a golf course over a weekend into this little town home. And it was the first night in the town home and I'm sitting on the floor, this business owner, right? Who appeared successful to everybody else who had left your cushy corporate job and steady paycheck. And I sat on the floor thinking, this is not my life. Like this is not what is supposed to be happening right now. And I, at that moment was like, this is, I'll never feel this way again. I'm never going to be in this place again. And I used it right to, to hustle, right. To just drive that grit that you need. And I truly believe that moment needed to happen because if I was in a comfortable place, I don't believe my business would have grown the way that it did because I had no choice. And so when we, those 87 cent moments are those moments where 
we're like, mm -mm, it doesn't get lower than this. Like, I'm not, I'm not accepting that. Like I'll, I'm fine with where this is right now, but I'm not going to be here again. And I'm not going to go lower than where I'm at right now. And we have control over that. We have control to make that decision in that moment to say, I'm only going up from here. And what are the things I need to do? And it really flip our mindset. And in that moment, I could have sat there in fear. Everybody would have excused me. They would have said, it's okay. You just need to be in this place, right? They, everyone would have felt sorry for me and been okay with the fact that I wasn't moving forward and I was curled up in the fetal position. It would have been okay, but it wasn't to me. And I think that's really that moment. And we all have that moment. For some of us, it's a, a friend of mine, it's a cancer diagnosis, right? I'm very grateful. Mine was not that dramatic, right? Or it's the death of someone that you love, or it's something more dramatic than that. But every single one of us has an 87 cent moment. And I think when we think back on it and use it and go back there, not because we want to relive the pain and the fear, but go back there to stimulate and to give us that catalyst to say, oh yeah, all right, I made it through that. Okay, coronavirus, like, I think I got this. Like, right? Like it just, it, it really switches your mindset when you can focus and use that moment for good. Yeah, it's such a great... Uh, testament to to the power of the mind and I know you talked yeah. about mindset um, and and you will in your book but the things when everything else feels out of control the things that we can always control are our mind you know our thoughts and our action and if anything else being able to go back to a moment where maybe you didn't feel like you were gonna survive or you were questioning how in the world am I ever going to get through this and remembering that moment and then all the things that came after it and not all of them were easy right Jamie I mean like no. there wasn't just all Still of not. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but where you are today you know would you agree like you couldn't be where you are today if you hadn't have you if you hadn't had broken through that moment of uncertainty absolutely sitting on the floor and so the, for the people that are listening to this, and maybe it's not that dramatic, but that are in those moments right now that are job loss, right? Or losing their, their business, right? They're scared of how they're going to keep the doors open. Or what I'll tell you is you've been through tough things before, right? The universe has not to get all cut, but the universe has a plan. And you, if you know what you're good at, you'll figure it out. And, and so when you talk about mindset and not to get too deep into this is the way I describe mindset is your brain is like a Google search engine. And so think about, you know, all of your experience, all of your history is like files, right? That it's going to go search through when you have a thought or you're fearful. And so if I'm fearful of, oh my gosh, how are we going to make cash flow this next month? Or right, how am I going to get through this thing? When I ask that question, my brain goes, okay, search. And it goes back and finds evidence of where I haven't, I've struggled with that in the past. But if I ask myself, what is something that I can do today? What's an action that I can take to help move myself forward? My brain goes and looks for what you did last time to get through that issue and produces that result. So a lot of it is the questions, the thoughts, right? That we're asking ourselves and rewiring that to not search for the evidence of crap. Not right. search for the evidence of the sucky times, search for the evidence of what happened from that, right? And, and having gratitude for, again, I have so much gratitude for that moment because I know 
if I was still married, I was in a comfortable financial position, right? I, I would have just slowly grown my business and kind of done it on the side. I just know I would have because I, I wasn't pushed. And, and because I had that, I am now where I'm at today. So yes. if we look back over our lives, there's so many, you have those moments too, I'm sure, where you're like, if that hadn't happened, I wouldn't have met this person. I yeah. wouldn't have been motivated to do this thing. Um, so I think we have to lean on that. We have to live our lives forward, right, with faith, but we have to understand backwards. And we have to use that resilience that we've had in the past to get us through the next thing that we need to get through. Yeah. Yeah, we um we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago, Jenny Evans, who's an expert around resiliency, mm -hmm. and she has all the scientific pieces about it. Um, but you know, we talked a lot about that we can all build our resilience. Like it's a muscle. Yeah. We can improve on it. And it's almost like the things that used to scare us before mm -hmm. that we did push through now are you know, on lots of levels, not even in considerations, we now have bigger, much right. bigger fears, right. but we're able to handle them, you know, because we've gone through these life experiences, because we do have evidence, because we do have, we have found ways to um, build that resiliency muscle. And I love, I talk about that a lot with a lot, the, the muscle idea, because I think it resonates with people. And, and that's, it, I just wrote this part in the book about, you know, exercising these muscles is the same as exercising and working out, right? If I start with five pounds and I'm doing a certain exercise, the more I do that, the more apt I am to then be able to pick up eight pounds or 10 pounds at some point. And it's not because it's gotten easier. The right. weight hasn't gotten any less, right? Life doesn't get easier. You get stronger. It's a, it's a chapter in the book is I truly believe that. And it's just like the muscles that you exercise is resilience doesn't get easier. You just get stronger in dealing with it. And then you have other things you need to deal with, right? That you have to get strong around. That's what life's all about. And yeah. I think if we look at it from that perspective, it makes it feel like less of a mountain we have to climb. And it just makes it feel like a consistency, right? And a commitment that we need to make to exercising that muscle on a regular basis. And, yeah. and, you know, getting into that uncomfortable space so we can be resilient. Yes. Yeah, that is great. It's almost like being grateful for the fear mm -hmm. um, because we can, you know, have, like you said, the faith that that's a sign that something big is going to happen, that a big change is going to take place and that it can, it can be for the better. Um, so if you are, you know, our audience out here, lots of people are going through different things um, as business owners, certainly, um, maybe they're leading teams as people are, companies are thinking about bringing teams back. Um, maybe this uh, pandemic has brought up some, some personal, you know, fears that mm -hmm. people need to address. What are just a couple, and you gave us some great tips, Jamie, um, but it, it doesn't ever hurt to repeat them, you know. What advice would you give to someone who maybe is in that paralyzed first phase of fear and in, in helping them to move forward? So a couple of things that just pop into my mind. And again, I have a whole book full of this. So this is just, I love talking about this because I think it really just helps reframe it for people is the first thing is kind of what I mentioned is live your life forward and understand backwards. So don't stay in the past of the pre COVID-19 and right the way life was is live your life forward, right? Use that, but make sure you're thinking about the future, which we talked about. Another thing is really, we, we talk about is breaking the rules 
is those rules that you've grown up with, that society puts on us, that we believe because of our experience or upbringing, whatever it is, they're just rules. We have the opportunity to break those rules and do something different. And I think a lot of the rules that we put on ourselves are based in fear and keep us small, right? They keep us safe but safe isn't always necessarily a good thing, right? Because we get super, super comfortable. And then the other piece I would tell you is everything you want is in the unknown. Mm. Everything you've ever wanted has been in the unknown because if we already knew it, we wouldn't be working towards it. And so it, that's actually the last chapter in the book because we talk about all these other concepts. The last chapter is move forward, right? You have no option but to move forward because everything you want is on the other side of that mountain that you need to climb. And, you're, and when you get to the other side of the mountain, there's going to be another mountain. So our life is not about comfort. Our life is not about eliminating fear. It's about moving forward, right? With progress, not perfection, not waiting for everything to be aligned and the stars to be aligned and it to be the perfect timing. Do you think there's ever a perfect time to leave a good corporate job and jump out on your own? There's never a perfect time. If you're waiting for that, it's never going to happen. So that's okay you'll just stay in the corporate job, right? But, but we, we can't wait for those things to be perfect. We have to wait until we're ready, right? We're prepared and then we need to move. And so I think that's the piece of fear that holds the people back the most is, is that fear of moving forward when we don't know everything that could happen. And that's impossible, right? We're never gonna know it. So I think it's really timely during this time too is we can't stop moving, we can't stop growing, we can't, you know, stop learning because COVID-19 happened, because we don't know what the fall is going to look like. I, I, that's not stopping me right now. The only thing I can control is the progress I choose to make on myself, my mindset, my business. So that's the advice I would give everybody right now is every day make progress, small or big, it doesn't matter, but you have to make forward progress to be able to, to get through the, and really quiet the fear that's going to try to get in your way. Yeah, I love that. That's very inspiring, you know, um, and it gives people a place, anybody out there that is either feeling that they're in the grips of fear right now, or maybe they will this later this afternoon or two weeks from now, right? Because- <laughs> Or it, all of the above, right? Yeah. It could happen. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of spiking in different areas, but just having that, um, that inspiration and faith. And if you can't find it in yourself, hearing stories of others who have been able to break through that and have gotten on the other side of fear and are still wrestling with it, but um, taking steps to, to, to work through it themselves. I really want to thank you for being vulnerable enough to share your personal story, your, your own 87 cent moment, um, because that will inspire uh, our audience, I know for sure. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for taking time. I I would love for us to revisit this conversation after the book comes out yes, at the end of the to. year. People can check out your podcast, which is Superpower Success, which mm -hmm. is fabulous. I highly recommend it. How else can people find you, Jamie? Um, they can go to uh, Keystone Group International is the company. Um, Keystone Group, I-N-T-L.com. Um, Follow us on LinkedIn, on Facebook. We put a ton of content out. Um, we do a lot of inspiring blogs. Our, our goal is to have an impact. And so we do that in a lot of different ways. I'd also love to connect with people on, on LinkedIn. You can follow me. So I'm Jamie Adam Tates, T-A-E-T-S. 
um, Instagram, Jamie underscore Tates. So we, again, we're, we're, we're all about inspiring, just like what you're doing with this podcast is, is that's where we need to go when we can't create the inspiration ourselves because of where we're at is we need to go to podcasts like this. We need to follow people that inspire us, right? That, that put out content that makes us feel good. Um, and so I think that's, that's the best advice for anybody. And I appreciate you, Michael, in putting this podcast out during this time too, because people need this. They need to hear these conversations to ground them in, in some foundation, right? To be able to move forward when everything feels rocky. Yeah. Well, thank you, Jamie. I, I have, I've learned a lot from all of the guests as I know our audience has too. So uh, thanks everybody. You know, uh, the things that Jamie and I talked about, we both, our businesses help people move forward from that, that risk area and and moving out of fear and getting that clarity getting more productive so jamie shared the the many ways that you can connect with her and she does have a ton of great content um, especially around culture too i don't i want to make sure that we mention that and if you are wrestling uh with what you want to be doing next or how you move forward and how you make your dreams come true uh, i am also offering for a free strategy coaching session which you can find on michael w giftcart.com. Please feel free to go there. I know Jamie and I and and our other uh, peers out in the marketplace mm -hmm. are very focused on helping people move forward right now, more so than ever. So use the resources that are out there and tune in next time for the Champions Rift Podcast. Mm -hmm.